Welcome yet again to another episode of Church Talks where I am actually going to be uh, on here as a solo guest. I'm interviewing myself. You're welcome. And I'm going to be talking about some things that I have been uh, just, I don't know, deliberating on. And I'm currently just like walking around my house like cleaning, getting dishes together, whatever. But this is like real life stuff because this is what I've been thinking about. We have gotten into this groove of feeling like that our job and what we are called to do is something that can be um, categorized or classified by an occupation or by something that we can fit into a category. And I just, I just don't believe that that is the end all of our purpose in life so as I'm like walking around my house and just like doing things I'm thinking about like what am I here for what is my literal purpose in life like we we ask this question all the time and yet we still come to this this place of like well I don't know what my calling is like I don't know what how like I don't know how I can put it into words like what I am here for on this earth and what I just keep hearing and feeling and sensing over and over and over is that this one life that we have is not to be dictated by this job description or this checklist of things that we can just do on a day in and day out basis like what are we doing that It's actually making a difference every day, not just in the places that people see us. Because what I've realized is that if you guys are in any any position of influence, and that just means that somebody's actually looking to you for some sense of direction or guidance or advice or counsel or anything like that, like you're 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 feeling like that, okay, I have to be on. At a certain time, I have to be like on my A game. I have to be focused. I have to be um, intentional. I have to be obedient. I have to be all these things. And what I'm getting at is that there are going to be some times when we don't feel those things. We don't feel that we are on our A game on like a random Thursday morning. Like, you know, maybe Monday mornings are, you know, okay, we are ready for the week. We are ready to go. We have been charged up and refueled by the weekend. And somebody else might be, I am exhausted from the weekend. Like I've had my kids all weekend. I have been just attending to their needs and I haven't been able to to replenish or just rest. Whereas somebody else who's single and childless has like all this energy on Monday and they're just ready to go into the, to the work week. Like, everybody is so different, but it has to be something more than what we can quantify in a daily job or something that we can put our hands to. It has to be something deeper that comes from the heart. And it's where I want to get to today is that, like, I can't speak for anybody else except for myself. And sometimes we say, like, well, you know, I can speak for all of blank you know, in my case, I could speak for all of women. I could speak for all of white people. No, I am in a, just a one 
little category of people. I can't speak for everybody. I can't speak for an entire group of people. I would like to think that maybe, I hope I could, but all I can speak for is me. And so this is my podcast. So I can say what I want. I can, I can, I can just as best as I can articulate what I hope that somebody else is going through or walking through. And even if you're not walking through something similar um, to what I am, then you can at least glean something from what I have to offer. And if I had like a mission statement for my life right now, it would be that my, my very existence, the fact that I am even on the earth right now, is to show kindness and love to people who feel like that they are in the other category. And that is really hard to define, like, who is in the other category. The good thing is, I don't have to define that. I don't have to determine who feels like that they are outcast or that they don't fit into a certain group. I just love everybody. And... I see so many times that like, you know, if, if you're, if you've been raised in church and if you've been raised in a, in a spiritual, um, setting where you've been in church services, you've been in homes where they've raised you with, um, like biblical knowledge or, you know, whatever it is. Cause I am, I am absolutely aware that there are people who listen to this podcast that have no, um, faith foundation at all. And if they do, it's, it's, uh, rocky <laughs> and it's like and, you know it's just it's uncertain which I don't know if anybody like if somebody listening to this podcast has a faith journey that is completely certain then please please let me know like please send me a message something telling me that you have complete certainty that what you believe is the right thing because that's just not where I am I have been been taught and raised to believe a certain thing and you know and that certain thing is like you know it, it it's a lot of things but it has a foundation of one thing but I also know and I have uh allowed myself to be so open minded to know that there are other people in other cultures and other parts of the world that have also been taught and raised to believe a certain thing that is completely contrary to what I believe and they think that what they believe is right and I believe what I believe is right. And somebody somewhere is wrong. And so I'm in this space of like, is there a middle ground? Is there a place where we can all, as humanity, all, everyone, see eye to eye on something? Is there a place where we can agree to disagree to say that I don't know for certain that what I believe is right, but I'm willing to love you and support you and accept you and encourage you as you are where you are with whatever you think, whatever you believe. This podcast called Church Talks, it's a play on words because my last name is Church. (laughs) I mean, I was on a stage this past Sunday night at a women's event where they said, you know, so many churches are represented. And I'm like, well, go ahead and add another because my last name is church. So I'm another church represented. So I get, 
you know, kind of, I'm the butt of jokes of a lot of times of like, oh, you're a church. Like, yeah. But I also believe that church is not something that we should be segregated by. Church is not something we should be denominated by. There are so many churches that believe so many different things. And I don't agree 100% with any of them. Not one. Not one. But what I do agree with and what I do believe in is that humanity as a whole is worth loving, worth accepting, worth supporting, worth injecting life into. And that's where I'm coming from right now because I have been... I have just, I've been exposed to so many things and it is, it's a pro and a con, but I would say more so a pro. I have been exposed to different religions, different denominations, different beliefs. And this is not like a, a faith slash religion episode or entire podcast. This is like, if, if somebody's listening to this, then I'm assuming you're human. I'm assuming that you have a heart. I'm assuming you have a brain. I'm assuming you have a body. I'm assuming you have a mind. And I have been instructed and and taught that a mind is your mind, your will, and your emotions. Your mindset, which is your belief system. Your willpower, which is your determination and discipline to do a certain thing or to not do a certain thing. And your emotion, which is the way that you express how you are feeling in any given moment. And if, I, if my assumptions are correct, then there is no one that is exempt from any of those. So I'm not speaking to a certain demographic or a certain category of people right now. I'm speaking to all humanity, all people, of all beliefs, of all types, of all categories. And... If I have a, a, a mission statement for my life, it's literally to encourage people to make the most of your life. To make the most of it. I, I feel like literally every day I, I, I find out about somebody who has died. And it is so morbid and so heart-wrenching to hear that. And... Yet, here I am in my finite self and I'm acknowledging I don't have just an unlimited amount of days right now. I don't know when my last day on earth will be. There are people that are not here with us right now and they didn't think that the day that they left this world would be their last day. Others who were told by doctors that they only had Um, X amount of days or months or whatever to live, they have far exceeded that, but they're still living on borrowed time. Like they're, they're like, man, every day is a gift and they have so much more of an appreciation because they've been diagnosed with a disease that has plagued them with an expiration date. And yet they realize that if they live beyond that expiration date, that it's a gift. And yet so many of us that feel like that we just have the, the future and that we have all of this time, we just take so much for granted. We take every day for granted. And what I want to do with this podcast 
is to just let it be known that there are so many people that are not like you (laughs) and there are so many people that are like you. Like, what in the world? There are billions, billions of people on the earth right now. Who are we to say that there are so many people that are in the same boat as we are? And who are we to say that there are so many people that are not going through the same thing that we are? We're not. We don't know. We don't know. So my, my hope and my plan and my goal, my, my vision for this is that we can all see everybody on a level playing field. That we can show people kindness and empathy and compassion and love regardless of what we feel like that they're worthy of or not. So a little backstory on me. I lost my brother to suicide when I was 18 years old. He was 31. And that has drastically changed how I view life, how I view my life, and how I view life in general. It's changed how I view every day. It's how I have changed my view of addiction and people that are struggling and that have lost hope and have lost the will and the desire to keep living and to keep going on and to think that the best way and the easiest way out is just to eliminate themselves from the equation. I have gotten into youth ministry where teenagers who are dealing with more right now than so many of us that are like 25 and older have ever dealt with. And it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous every time I hear how many teenagers, how many kids, how many elementary age students are killing themselves. How many parents are finding their kids dead because of whatever it is. Just They didn't have worth in their life. They were bullied. They were told that they weren't lovable. They felt like they didn't fit in. Whatever it is, like, I've seen too much. I have preached a funeral of somebody who thought that their life wasn't worth it. I drove six, seven hours round trip to preach a funeral of somebody I barely knew because their mom knew me from prison ministry. And reached out to me because she said, my son never had a pastor. My son never had somebody to speak into their life. But he watched you. He found you on social media. He found you and he said that you spoke something that ministered to him. And it, and it resonated in his life. And yet still it wasn't enough to make him desire to keep going with his life and maybe it was an accidental overdose maybe it wasn't intentional maybe he didn't intend to end his life that day but regardless he's not here anymore and there's a mom and there's a family and there's friends who are grieving just I mean this was just a year ago 
And I'm here right now trying to pick up pieces from my brother passing away due to suicide and addiction 13 years later. And I am now the age that he was when he chose to end his life and to leave his wife and his three-year-old son and his family to clean up the mess that he left. And yet, I want to be angry at him and I want to be selfish and be like, why did you do this? And yet, I find myself so many times and like literally so many days to the point where I am in the shoes that he was in that day. And only because of the pain that I have felt due to that am I here right now. I believe that I am who I am and where I am by the grace of God. And I also believe that I am who I am and where I am because of the pain that I have experienced. Good or bad. Positive or negative. Healthy or unhealthy. We have all gone through things that have affected us. Whether we want to blame them or not. And something I've learned in therapy is that we can, we can acknowledge that something affected us without blaming it. And making that the, the cause of where we are now. We can just say it affected us. And it may have in fact changed a decision that landed us where we are right now. And because of the things that I've experienced, I have gotten into prison ministry and addiction recovery ministry. And as a prison chaplain told me a few years ago, when, my, when, when one of my mentors, who was the one that got me into prison ministry, when he passed away, the chaplain actually attended the funeral. And she had been in some of the, the, the services that I had led in the prison. And she even said, like, she's like, I don't go to funerals of people who have, you know, who have died that have volunteered in prison. But something about him stood out to me. And she said, I haven't attended a whole lot of the services, at least not multiple times, of people that volunteer in the prison. But she said, when, when you came, and when I heard there was a young woman that was willing to go into a maximum security men's prison to just inject in like hope and encouragement to these men. She's like, I have to, I have to just be a part of that. And she came not once, not twice, not three times. She came several times. And at that funeral, she pulled me aside and she's like, I want to, I want to, I want to meet with you. I want to have lunch with you. I want to, I want to pour into you. And this woman had some, some beliefs that were contrary to mine. But she said, She's like, there's something different about you. There's something about you that will reach people that other people will have no ability to reach because others will not listen to them. But there's something about you that will cause other people to listen to you. You have a ministry in the margins. You have a ministry on the outskirts of what typical church and typical faith and typical belief, at least in the westernized, Americanized system has has created 
And so what, what do I call the ministry that I'm in right now? I have completely coined whatever she said that ministry in the margins is what I am called to. Ministry just means to meet needs. It's not specific to Christianity. It's not specific to Jesus. Although what I have experienced in my life is that Jesus is the foundation for which I live. I've experienced too much of him and the Holy Spirit to not like think that that is um, that I just you can't you can't sway me from that. And yet even in that, I don't believe everything that churches believe. And everything that pastors preach on, in, in pulpits on Sunday mornings of churches that I even attend from week to week. I stand on stages and I, I, I play musical instruments and I, I lead worship and I speak. And I don't agree with everything that is preached and played from those pulpits. But I believe I have a calling on my life to speak. And every time I speak, I believe that the first one that is inspired and that has changed is me. If I'm a motivational speaker, the first one that is motivated is me. The first one that is hit with whatever it is that is coming out of my mouth is me. I'm still working out things. I'm still asking things. I'm still trying to figure out things. Knowing all the while that I will never figure them out. I will never have all the answers. Like there are so many things that we deal with that are hard, that are seemingly impossible. There are people that we talk to and that we interact with on a day-to-day basis that we feel like we will never get through to. Well, what if you aren't called to get through to them? What if you are called to just love them? What if you are called to just be kind to them and to invite them into your home and to cook them a meal and to laugh with them and to play a game with them and to enjoy life with them and not feel like you have to change them? What if? I think that's a really great place to start. I have some incredible friends. They lift me up when I am just in the the basement of the basement of the basement. I have people that I can call when I don't know when I don't know like why I should keep going. And they encourage me. And I don't always believe what they say. But if I can somehow borrow their belief, if I can borrow the faith that they have, if I can borrow the, the, the confidence that they have, then it helps me to keep breathing. It helps me to keep stepping one foot in front of the other. To keep going to sleep and waking up and going to sleep and waking up and not worrying about having to to keep a job and punching a time clock and make money so I can keep a house and raise a family and whatever. Like, I want to enjoy this life that I've been given. I want to travel the world and see all these different cultures. I want to see creation and to see the diversity that God has created in the entire world. I want to see it. I want to witness it. I don't just want to Google it. 
I want to see different faiths and different beliefs. And I want to know why they believe what they believe. And I want to know how passionate they are and how confident they are in what they're believing. Because what I've seen in the, in the Bible Belt of America is that there are people who believe a certain thing, but they are like, they're not living it out. They're the biggest hypocrites ever. And you know what I've realized about myself? I am the biggest hypocrite. I don't practice everything I preach. I don't live out what I say I believe. I am a hypocrite in every sense of the word. I have struggles and I have doubts and I really, really question just the meaning of life over and over and over. And this is the, this is the deep part of me that I'm, I'm, I'm sharing with my podcast listeners. And if you allow me to, to get to this level in my friendship with you, then I will share this with you. Because otherwise, I try to either just be in the background and I'm quiet and I don't want to, 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 to speak out because I'm not sure how it will be perceived or I just speak out in humor and in excitement and in feeling like that whatever, whatever we're doing right now is just the best thing ever. And I will laugh and be exuberant. As, as good as anybody. But I really, I really believe that one of the reasons that it was put in my heart so strongly to have this podcast is to have conversations like this. And this is a conversation not with me and a guest, but with me and myself and me with you. Because I feel like you are actually responding to some of the things that I'm saying and you are interacting with me that this is not a one-sided conversation I believe that you are actually speaking back and you are feeling what I'm saying and if I don't get invitations to speak on a stage or to speak to a group of people that doesn't stop me from, from speaking. Because thanks to social media, we can have a platform just from our phone. That's what I'm speaking into right now. I've got my AirPods in right now. Just speaking into you guys. And here you are listening. On your own time. And your own earbuds. I'm pacing in my kitchen <laughs> talking to y'all because I've had some, some time today to think and to process because I actually uh, cut out time in my week to just not have anything else that I have to do. And nobody that I have to talk to. I can literally just just listen and be poured into and I listen to podcasts and I listen to music and I think and I talk to God. And sometimes what the result is, a monologue conversation, which is an oxymoron, I don't care, such as this. And here you are listening. And you are 28 minutes and 47 seconds into this conversation. 
and you're still here. I think it's because you are actually resonating with what I'm saying. I think that it's because there is a yearning in your soul that you cannot quench with anything else. And you are in the same boat as I am. That you have so many questions and you've been told to not ask because you just need to shut up and just, and just trust. That's fine. Whatever. If, you, if that's you, okay. But I encourage you to stay curious. To stay in a state of wonder. Not wander, although sometimes we do wander. And that's okay too. We can, we can wander in, in areas that maybe we have never explored before just to see like, okay, is this what I believe or is this not? Because I have wandered so much and yet I still come back to this, that there is life worth living. There is hope worth pursuing. There are people worth loving. The people that I feel like are the least lovable. The ones that other people would categorize as scum of the earth and they need to be executed. I'm like, they're the most lovable because they feel like they're the least lovable. They feel like they've got nothing to live for. And while other people want to shun them and run away from them, I'm running to them. I'm opening my, my accessibility to them and saying like, hey, if you're, in, if you're feeling this way, tell me. Tell me. Vocalize it. Say it. Because <laughs> I'm here with you. And I didn't have that as a kid. I didn't have that even as an adult. I barely have that now. I pay my therapist to be that for me right now. And I'm thankful that I have just a handful of people that I can be this real with. So, pod squatters, y'all that are listening to me right now, consider it a privilege that I am being this raw with you right now. And I'm doing this because I love you so much. And I want you to live in so much freedom that you can be open and you can be honest even when it hurts. Even when you feel like you are risking everything to be honest. I'm with you. (laughs) I'm with you. I'm right here with you. And you might not be able to afford a therapist. I I barely can. (laughs) I have to budget other things out to make sure that I've got somebody. And I ain't trying to be your therapist, but I want to be a safe place where you can just talk to. I don't have any answers. I can't give you any advice. But there is so much freedom in being able to vocalize that this is where I this is where I am. And I I feel like that I shouldn't be right here. And yet, here I am. And I I I'm. Uh, I just, I really believe that God is right here. God's right here. Where I am and where you are. 
and he's listening and he cares and he loves and he's wrapping his arms around you and saying, I understand. (laughs) Nobody else understands. And that the one who created you, that we have been very just misinformed of who he is. I believe that he is absolutely just engulfing you in love right now. So if you're listening still and you have resonated with anything that I've said, I want you to know you're loved, that your life right now has meaning, that you have a purpose for being here on the earth. You wouldn't be here if you didn't. People who have, who have left this earth, they had a purpose. <laughs> and I don't know why they left as early as they did or why they stayed as long as they did. I don't know, but they had a purpose. And we can, we can just keep going on day to day. And people, like, I mean, I hear parents say all the time about their kids, like, the days are long, but the years are short. I don't have to have a kid to see that. There's enough kids in my life that I could, I could adapt to that saying if I wanted to. But at 31 and a half, almost years old. I've I've borderline approached the the age that would be a halfway age of what my life expectancy is, and that's on average. I don't even know where they get that average from because I would assume that that average is a lot lower these days, because so many people are either living so recklessly and frivolously that they're dying young, or they're taking their life young. But there are babies who only live a few days. There are college students and high school students and elementary students that only live a few days. There are people who are retired and elderly that are still ending their own life. Why? I don't know. I don't know. But what I do know Maybe the only thing in the world that I know is that I am here right now with a voice to speak what I believe is true. And that is you are loved and you are worth it and your life is worth it. And there is something still in you that needs to be brought out. And that's why you're still here. So let me be that, that breath And that wind that fans that ember and those ashes back into flame. Let me be that for you. Let me just. (sighs) Blow it back into you. What has been smothered and, and stamped out. But there's still something that is just burning a little bit. Let me be that for you. Keep going. 
Keep stepping, keep breathing, keep living, keep loving, keep encouraging. Keep raising those kids. Keep loving your neighbor. Keep showing up for people. Keep that job so that you can make a, a, an, an income to be a blessing to the people that you're connected to. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. And if you haven't started yet, start it. And if you already started, don't quit. <laughs> so simple, right? So simple. Man, I love y'all. I love the people. I, I I love all people. Okay, I love all people. But I I especially love the people who listen to this podcast and who have given this their time. And I want to be respectful of your time. I try to keep every episode under an hour because I know if you're working out or if you're if you're listening to this, you know, or you're at home doing housework. Or, I don't know. I don't know where and when you're listening to this. Doesn't matter. But I could talk for all, like for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. And if you want to have a conversation conversation with me, then that's fine. And I will be glad to do that. But if not, here you go. Here's my heart laid out on a silver platter. I don't know. I don't know much of anything. I'm not certain about anything. But I know I love you. And I want to love you as I love myself. And so as hard as it is sometimes to love myself, I do love myself. If I didn't, I would have taken my life out years ago. Trust me on that. But I believe I'm still here to show love for myself and for you. And I want you to do the same. So Thank you for listening to another episode of Church Talks. Church Talks.